In this episode of Tube Talk, I'm speaking with Dane Golden about how to do YouTube for multilingual audiences. Let's do this. It's time for VidPow Tube Talk, everyone's favorite podcast for video marketing tips. Brought to you by VidPow. Welcome to Tube Talk, where you can learn video marketing strategies from the pros so you can make your best impact. This show is brought to you by VidPal.com. I'm Nick Nimmin, and today we're speaking with Dane Golden from Hey.com. Dane is a video content marketing and video demand generation strategist. Welcome back to Tube Talk, Dane. How are you today? Hey, what's up, Nick? How's it going? So, uh, so I see that you have a, a nice, interesting uh, background there. Where are, you, where are you broadcasting from today? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Nice, Portland, Oregon. So I can used you... to be in California. Oh, nice. Now, now Portland. Nice. So um, for anybody that's listening or watching this right now that doesn't know you, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and exactly what it is that you do? What is your area of expertise? Well, at Hey.com, we're focused on video content marketing, and I keep evangelizing this term because a lot of people don't know what it is. I think I invented it. I've heard it a couple of places um, but I'm trying to really get this into the public sphere, video content marketing. And basically the idea is to come from the same perspective as content marketing that's been popularized with for brands on blogs. The idea of giving away free tips to get people to come and search and find your brand. But on video, YouTubers know this. You do this on your own channel. Yeah. You give away your information and people come. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And by giving freely, you know, a lot of people will put a, a barrier on the information that they give. You know, it's like, hey, well, I'm not going to say that because then if I say that, then people aren't going to hire me or people aren't going to reach out to me or whatever. But but I have a really strong belief in giving freely and just saying, hey, this is what I know. Here's here's that information. And by doing that, you know, it really helps people connect with you because you're giving so much value by doing that instead of holding everything back. Yeah, this is the uh, YouTube offered this technique for brands a few years ago called Hero Hub Help. Uh, it used to be called Hygiene, now it's called Help, whatever. But Hero was these big, expensive videos. Hub is more of a series. And Help or Hygiene is these videos, these how to videos. That's the part that we're focused on helping brands give away their expertise, not necessarily just about their product, but about their industry. People will search find their brand, come back again and again. And I think that that's the, that's the key point of that. You know, when, when you make that type of content, you know, that gives you the ability to where you can actually make videos that people are actively searching for. Instead of just making content and throwing it up there and hoping people are going to find it, you're actually giving yourself the ability to rank those videos in YouTube search, to rank them in Google, to rank them in Bing, Yahoo, to, you know, to, to get exposure to those videos and make them discoverable. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's, exactly that's a fantastic right. way to yes. do it. Yeah, so, so as far as when you're when you're working with brands on on doing this kind of stuff, like what is the what is the ideas that you that you um, take them through in terms of the the, the type of yeah. content it is that they, that they should be making? Well, it's not so. Some some brands are moving. Most brands are not there yet, but some brands are moving along this continuum. So they start basically. I think of websites generally. I think of it if you, I speak of them 
sort of like I do their website. You have one part of your website which is all about promo, right? Here's our services, here's how why we're awesome. And then you have another part which is your content marketing blog which tells you, you know, here's how you can learn to do something not necessarily just about our product, it's a brand, but about our industry. Nice. Right? Here's our expertise. We're sharing our expertise. So this is what I talk about. And it it takes a while to get brands along that continuum. But what I what I say is what are you an expert about? Not necessarily just about your product, but about your industry. And that, so that's what the topic is. And what can you come up with a, a new one with at least once a week? We know, as you know, the, the best, time to, best amount of time to do YouTube is two or three times a week at least. Yeah. But with brands, if you can do one a week, that's a good start. So... I suggest that they plan on doing 52 videos a week. And what is that process that they can do to turn out 52 how-to videos a week? Nice. Now, and now in that's making... catered to the customer. Yeah, that's, that's... I, don't, I don't do the production myself. Sure, sure. Now, out of those 52 um, videos that they're putting out for the year, um, do you yeah. have brands that you work with that are trying to do multi-language content on the same channels to where they're saying, hey, you know, I want to put up, you know, a, a, let's let's go ahead and hit the, the Spanish market and hit the English market, as an example, um, on the same channel so that we can pull in traffic from both sides. Do you, do you ever run into right. that? Right. Yeah. So that's what that's what I'd like to focus on today. It's um, it's a common question. So what do you do if, hey, this we have this person on our channel that has a following from maybe they're an influencer that's come on the channel and they have a following in Spanish or German or in another language, or we're just trying to expand outside of just English speakers, or we have a lot of customers all over the world. So it's a, it's a number of different issues that, that come up. And I see this, none of my clients do this because I always caution them against it. Sure. But I'm seeing this as a trend of some major brands that they put multiple languages. They might put Japanese, German, Italian, Portuguese on the same channel. And I, what I'm seeing is that this really is crapping their channel. Yeah. And, and as far as it crapping their channel, can, can you walk us through why? specifically like i have people ask me this question a lot as well and it's something that i think that you know that should definitely be addressed because a lot of people that are doing this type of thing they don't they don't really see that it's a problem so can you walk us through why it creates such a i'll go ahead and call it a disconnect as far as the content is concerned but can can you can you explain why it creates that yeah so this is based on uh matt geelan's you know uh methodology of reversing the youtube algorithm and what he found was that the previous video influences the next video. So if you give the first video and people, 100 people like that, and then you give the second video and only 97 people like that, the third video will only be shown, the links to those videos will only be shown to 97 people. Now the numbers are random, but, but it's some smaller percentage. Yeah. And for each subsequent video that they're served that they don't want to watch or watch less of, they, the channel will be shown less and less. It doesn't matter if they're a subscriber or not. They will be shown that video less and less. Do you agree with that premise? Absolutely. Yeah, the idea there is basically for every page load 
that that somebody doesn't click on that, you're basically taking points away, essentially, you know, to kind of to, to, to make that easier to understand for every every time a page loads. If somebody doesn't click yeah, on your right. thumbnail, you're losing a point, essentially. And when you start losing enough points, then that video basically starts losing its placement all over the platform based on how people are reacting to it in those places. So so you take that principle, right? The idea is that you always want to be giving somebody the next video is always of interest to the previous person. Keep them watching. And you're doing this really well with your own channel, right? Just keep them watching the next and the next and the next, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what happens when an English-only speaker sees the next video served up to them? Because I am hey, a subscriber. I'm interested in this channel. Now it's in Portuguese. I don't speak Portuguese. Hey, it'd be fun to go to Brazil, but I just don't speak it. Right. So I may watch it for 10 seconds, but it's confusing to me. Yeah. And 10 seconds so if you're I'm lucky. Watch it. Yeah, 10 seconds if you're lucky because, you know, that, that as soon as it comes on and speaking another language, you have that moment of, wait a minute, well, is this like a joke? Is this something, you know, that they're just kind of doing as part of a bit for the video or something like that? Or is this actually in another language? And as soon as you make that, that um, as soon as you identify it as it's being yeah. in another language, if you don't speak that language, then you're out of there because it doesn't make sense to watch it otherwise. So what happens? What does the algorithm says? The algorithm says basically... People that watch some videos from this channel don't like other videos from this channel, so show it to them less. Yes. Full stop. Would yeah. you agree with that? Absolutely, I would, without question. Okay, so now you've got more and more videos being added to this channel in all these different languages because they're like, hey, we just upload the videos. We've got people from all over the world using our service. We should want to cater to them. But the act of wanting to cater to them is actually having the reverse effect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you are creating those disconnects all over the place. Every time that video gets suggested, every time it comes up in the autoplay, even on a channel page, you know, like somebody's scrolling down through that channel page and they're, they're like, oh, hey, I like this video. Let me go back to the channel page, see what else they have. Now I'll click on this video. Wait a minute. This is this video isn't in the language I, I understand. So then they're, you're killing that that activity on your channel right away there, too, where you could have replaced that video with another video in that same language to where you could have kept them on your channel for a longer period of time, taking them deeper into your content and so on. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's assuming that they, that they like the content you're producing that much, um, <laughs> but I've come up, I've come up with some ideas and I wanted your feedback on these too, but okay. um, what to do if you are, a, are a brand or a company that has a lot of people that speak different languages what solutions? Would you like to hear some of them? Absolutely. Yeah, let's, okay. yeah, let's hear them. So I think one of them is, how are you going to use the video? Is the video, some people may be just making it for a pre-roll in-stream ad, right? Yeah. Hey, I only need this to be a pre-roll in-stream ad. Well, if you do that, you really don't need it to be listed on your channel, right? It can be unlisted. Yes which means it won't be shown to your English-speaking audience. Right. Right? Yes, absolutely. They won't, they won't get a ping on that. Right. So that's one way. And then uh, there's another way. Uh, so just keep it unlisted. If you have to have it foreign language, then just keep it unlisted. And then is there, there's another way is if you're just embedding on a non-English website, right? So if you have the type of website that has multiple languages and people come to it and it sort of self-sorts depending on what language your browser's in. 
Do you, are you following? Yeah, absolutely. So, so basically what you're saying, if, 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 you're, if your website is geolocating, so basically yeah. when somebody comes in from wherever it is that they happen to be on the planet, it basically changes what it is that they're seeing or the language that they're seeing the site in based on where it is that they're coming from. So what you're, what you're saying to recap, what you're saying is basically if they're embedding videos in those locations based on the actual language of the video to match the language that's showing up on the page – then it's a good fit because in addition to making sure that they are seeing the video that they can respond to, you're also yeah. collecting that watch time off of, uh, off of that video as well, which is pushing it into, um, into the same channel that way. Yeah, so I believe that that can also just simply be an unlisted video. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the only place it needs to be seen. Um, okay, here's another case. All right. What if it's on a foreign language website, but it's going to be embedded, but the original video is in English and there's nothing you can sort of do about that? Well, what, we, what I would do is just give a um, get a manual transcription. Do you do these on your channel, manual transcriptions? Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, I have Rev.com do mine. Yeah. So... Um, just for the audience, the difference between a manual and an automated trans transcription, if you um, allow YouTube to do this, which you absolutely should, it will translate your videos, right, yes. into your native language. It will not trans transcribe, really. It will create a captions file. But those can often be comically wrong. Yeah, typically. <laughs> Typically, they're comically wrong, yeah. <laughs> and usually, the word that they get wrong is the new word that's the whole point of you doing a video. If you're talking about a new technical term, for instance, an acronym or whatever, that's the word that they'll get wrong, right? Yeah. That's the whole point of you doing this. Yeah. Um, but, but what you can do, and most people don't know this, but you can create multiple language caption files. You could create one in... Spanish, German, Japanese, etc. And so then you go, if you're embedding this, and it's an English video, but you want the German speakers to see it, you can create a caption file and then embed it with forced captions on. There's some code that you add, and, and you can look this up or I can, we can add it to the show notes, but it's, a, it's some code you add in the embed that you add to the end of the URL and the you could be watching an English video, but the German captions will be will be on. Nice, yeah, it's a power tip. So, yeah, so that's one. That's another thing. And then I just think that um, it's important to know. Okay, you're growing your business. You, you're a you're the hot unicorn startup. How many different countries are you going to be really catering to? You sort of predict because I don't know. Would you agree? Because I think that YouTube is really bad as opposed to, say, Facebook with, like, translations and so forth, it, it's just not as good. It's an old code, old code, base, code base, and it's just not as good with internationalization. Yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah I'm totally on board with that. So if you think you're really going to be doing all sorts of stuff in Spanish, start another Spanish channel. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day that, that that's really what it comes down to. Like if if you're if you're going to be dedicating a certain amount of content, public content on your channel to a specific language, then like you're saying right there, that advice of, you know, maybe it's best to 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 have channels that are specific for those instead of just dumping 
everything onto the onto the one and confusing everybody. <laughs> right, right, right. And I don't know if you do. Do you do you um, when you do your manual transcriptions? Do you do in a single language? Uh, yes, typically I do, and then I let viewers do translations. Uh, could you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, basically, what I do is I put a uh, a link in all of my video descriptions, and I say, hey, if you want to, if you enjoyed this video, um, translate it into. I'm not sure of the actual language that I use when I say this, but it's something along the lines of, if you enjoyed this video, um, translate it um, into your local, into your native language. And I say native for the because I want native speakers. I don't want people just kind of winging it, just trying to be nice. You know what I mean? But yeah. I say I say translate it into your uh, native language here. And I give them the specific uh, link that they can go and, and translate I have it. Ne- I've never seen somebody give – that's a great do – you, do you think that that uh, um, is, a, is a key to your remarkable growth on your channel? Or is it just one of many things? I just started doing that um, maybe two months ago. Okay, maybe so – yeah, two, the, maybe the three months ago. Yeah. Are yeah, so that's a fairly it? that's a fairly new thing. Yeah, I am. I'm getting a, a nice handful of them coming in. It's not getting flooded, of course, but I'm definitely getting a nice uh, a nice handful of translations coming in. And do you vet them at all? I'll go through and I'll I'll scan. I'll I'll read what it is and I'll I'll say okay, well, are they changing out affiliate links and you know things like that? Um, but I'll you know I'll go through and I'll I'll read what what it is that they put and make sure that it makes sense and make sure at least through the you know Google translation, I'll make sure that it that it makes sense as far as how Google is translating it. Uh, just to make sure. So I know like, uh, you know, like there's been situations lately where people are posting pictures on the internet about a controversial thing that just recently happened on YouTube, but they're, they're posting where uh, a, a really big creator, um, he had a controversial issue and they oh, yeah, made yeah. the translations for him. And oh. they were basically saying in their language, cause he didn't vet them. So he was saying in their language, he was saying, uh, or the translation was saying something along the lines of, you know, yeah, I did that on purpose and I don't even care. And like all of this other stuff where in reality, the guy was apologizing and, and all of that. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, but um, most people don't know that you can have the community do this. And it's unlikely that a brand is, unless they're very community focused is going to go as far as to have, the community translate uh, their captions. However, for a YouTuber, it's a great idea, or a small business, yeah, great idea. But but as you said, don't let them change the links. And right, send people other places. Right, right, because you know there is that side of things. Because I'm sure there's people that that would go onto YouTube and actually use that as a thing. Yeah, you know I mean, like, hey, well, I'm just going to translate all this stuff and then just change the uh, the affiliate links in. So I, I look at that just to be on the safe side to uh, to avoid that. Um, but of course, you could yourself, and I, I have a client who did this and actually found a growth bump, a significant growth bump, went through a whole bunch of videos and just took the English descriptions and titles and translated them in Google Translate, very simply, and then added them, because each video... People should know that each video has the opportunity to be in as ma- the the title and description in as many languages as you like. Yeah, and so they just translated into about five different main languages that were appearing in their um, demographics, and they they saw a significant bump uh, in traffic. These are legacy videos. These are old legacy videos, and they went through I think a about a hundred of them. Yeah, and that makes sense because you know basically what you did is you just opened yourself up to five additional audiences, and especially if they're you know if they're some of your main demographics anyway, or demographics that you're actually targeting. 
then I mean that's a that's a fantastic way to you know to give yourself like you said a, a little growth bump of sorts because you're opening yourself up to to those different markets. Yeah, and how it appears, it'll it'll show more frequently in YouTube in other languages, and it's important to know that particularly with technical topics, but in a lot of things, all over the world, English is, is one of the popular second languages. So a lot of people have a... Grasp? Some people, a, gra a grasp of the general, you know, key parts of the language. And so once they see it, and then they can see that it's translated into their own, and, and, and hardly any Americans use the captions uh, button. Most people don't know, even know what it is. It's that little CC on the bottom. I use it a lot uh, for my own purposes because I'm always wondering how it works. But uh, YouTube's never put out any data on this, but I have a feeling that a lot of people internationally use it a lot, they, or they wouldn't have it. Um, so now that you have something that's generally in someone else's other language, it's, it's not going to be perfect, but the better manual transcription you have, the better the automated translation of the transcriptions will be, of the captions. Yeah. And the, the, you know, and the title and description is in their own native language. Maybe it's you know, good, maybe it's a little wonky with the tran translation. But all of these pieces really help in making your channel uh, or your multiple channels more accommodating to people all around the world and instead of just thinking of YouTube as like it's Dropbox or something, <laughs> hey, if I've got a video, let's upload it. You know, we don't care who, where it came from or what language it's in. People will find it. That's not the way YouTube works. Would you agree? Yeah, without question. Yeah, you're kind of crazy if you're doing it that way because the platform can bring you so much in terms of exposure, in terms of website traffic, in, in terms of all of those things that everybody wants, right? And because of that, if you're using it as a Dropbox or as a storage utility, you're really selling yourself short and you're really creating a disadvantage for yourself on the platform because you're not taking advantage of what the platform has to offer because you're putting all of that garbage on there and really muddying up, so to speak, what it is that you're doing on your channel. And each successive off-topic video off topic by being, you know, not the language I speak is hurting your channel. Yeah. So what is your, what is your one main tip for anybody that is saying, Hey, I want to put these multi-language videos all over my channel. What's your, what's your, what's your yeah. biggest way to sum up your, your, your advice to them for anybody that's don't. listening to this right now? Don't. Great way to sum it up. The one word. Don't. Write that down. Don't. Write it really big. Wherever, it, wherever your editor is, wherever you're where, on, on the top of your computer, write a notepad to yourself right now. Write a note on top of your computer. Stick it to the top of your computer. Don't. Don't. <laughs> In quotes. If and you, then put a little line with Dane Golden down there underneath it. <laughs> if, if you manage the U.S. channel and the Italian uh, you know, marketing person sends you an Italian video, find another solution. There are a number of other solutions. We've given you some today. There are a lot more. Brainstorm to do something else. Yeah. Thanks for thanks so much for uh, for the information, Dan. I really appreciate you coming on to the show. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, if somebody wants to find you, they want to work with you, they want to reach yeah. out to you in some way, how does somebody get in touch with you? They could email me, help at hay.com. Real simple. Help yeah. at hay.com. Uh, basically, we just want to help brands 
learn how to do video content marketing better. We work with companies that already have their video production set up and, and it's rolling, but they're not really getting the traction they want. So help at hey.com or you can visit hey.com or I've, I've got a new YouTube channel. I'm usually behind the scenes, but I'm a little bit more in front of the camera. The YouTube URL is heycom1, H-E-Y-C-O-M-1. And we'll have we'll have links to uh, we'll have links to that in the uh, in the show notes as well. Thanks again, Dane. I really appreciate you uh, coming on. And you can get in touch with me at nicknimmon.com or at youtube.com slash nicknimmon. Thanks for tuning in to Tube Talk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tube Talk. Want to help grow Tube Talk? Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Questions? Comments? Email them to us at tubetalk at vidpow.com.